Welcome to the Boston Society of the New Jerusalem's Church on the Hill podcast. If you like it, consider joining us at 140 Bowden Street in Boston for more, or visit us on the web at churchonthehillboston.org. Leviticus 19, verse 1 and 2, and 15 through 18. The first reading. Rituals and moral holiness. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all congregation of the people of Israel, and say to them, You shall be holy, and for I, Lord, your God, am holy. You shall not render an unjust judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor or uh, defer the greater. With justice you shall judge your neighbor. You shall not go around as a slander, slander among your people, and you shall not profit by the blood of your neighbor. I am Lord. You shall not hate in your heart any one of your kin. You shall reprove your neighbor, for you shall inc- inc- um, incur guilt yourself. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against any of your people, for you shall love your neighbor as Yourself, I am the Lord. Good morning. The second reading is from Micah, chapter 6, verses 6 through 8. What God requires. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousands of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has told you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning. morning. And before the storms come, it is a beautiful day, and I hope we have the opportunity to enjoy it. Yesterday, um, we had a special service. We we worship on Saturday morning, Shabbat, our Sabbath, and we had a bar mitzvah. We called a young man who has turned 13, to come up and perform the rituals that uh, an adult Jew is called to do. And the portion from the Torah, from the scriptures that we read, was from this song that you just sang, was taken from that portion. The portion is called Lech Lecha. These are the words that God spoke to Abraham and said, get up and go. That's what Lech Lecha or Lechilach means. Get up and go. Which is a scary thing because Abraham was told to the land, I'm going to show you. And Abraham didn't have the GPS or even a map. And God basically said, take one step at a time. Have faith in each step. You don't have to have faith in the ultimate destination, but in each step. And I spoke about this to the young man, Seth is his name, because he's been having a hard time in the last couple of years. He's a 13-year-old boy, and... One of his moms has multiple sclerosis, and um, about a year ago, that mom's mother died, 
And within the last couple of years, one of his friends at school died. And within that time, he has lost two pets. And then uh, last month, I met his two moms at the BI because the other mom was in the hospital, was in the ER, the emergency room, with some pain, and they couldn't figure it out, what was wrong with her. And about it, when, when his bird died two weeks ago, Seth sent me an email, and he said, why do these things keep happening to us? And this is two weeks before what's supposed to be the happiest day of his life. And his mom said to him, you know, it is possible to feel sad and to feel joy at the same time. That it is possible to be sad about some things, but also to be very proud and celebrate your bar mitzvah. And I feel like that is part of our message in these days. That how is it that we can hold on to all of the terrible things in our world and the hardships in our lives and also come together in times of joy? And yet we are called to do that, one step at a time. Lech lecha. We have faith. And I take that faith from the message of the prophet Micah. It's a very, very simple instruction and yet it is really difficult. And I know lots of people who quote Micah. I heard you heard it from an earlier preacher. Two of my favorite rabbis said it was their favorite verse. And I have spent time with it in the last few years, plumbing its depths, because it really is, for me, a daily prescription for a meaningful life, for being able to hold the anger and the sadness and the fear and also to hold joy and gratitude and work towards something better. Micah gives us that. He gives us hope. All the songs we sang this morning were about hope, sitting under your vine and fig tree, having food to eat and not being afraid, and going off into the distance, and soon we'll see, a day will arrive. Those are all about hope. So what I want to share with you is my understanding of what Micah has to say, so that every day you have something to hang on to to give us hope. And this is how I understand the verse. The Lord has shown you what is good. God has told you what God requires of you. You must do justice. You must act with love. And you must walk humbly with. Do justice, act with love, walk humbly with. Now, do justice is pretty clear. There is plenty of injustice in our world, and we are called to fight against it, but more importantly, to transform it, to transform injustice into justice. How do we get act with love? Well, in the Hebrew, the two words both mean love. Ahavat chesed. Love lovingly. And so I understand what Micah is saying is act with love means develop a relationship with each person you meet that is a loving relationship. So that whatever you do, whoever you meet, you can bring love to that encounter. And walk humbly with. Walk humbly with. Micah says walk humbly with your God. 
You can walk humbly with your God, whatever name you call God. You can walk humbly with your ancestors, with your parents and what they taught you. You can walk humbly with the noblest teachings of all humanity that you believe in. Walk humbly with your principles. Walk humbly with your community. But wherever you are walking, understand there is something greater than you, and you have a place within it, and understand that you're not greater than that. Do justice. Act with love. Walk humbly with. That's Micah's teaching. Now, what strikes me about the prophet Micah is that he came from a man who lived in a time of great upheaval. We think we've got it bad, and many of us do. But this was a man who saw cities reduced to rubble. He saw conquests by foreign armies. He saw people in his country killed and their towns plundered, and people who were swept away as captives to foreign lands, never to return. And not only that, he didn't trust the leaders of his country either. So what was he to do? He gave us these words, that even in the hardest times, even in the darkest times, even when we are most afraid, he taught us God has three simple instructions. Do justice, act with love, and walk humbly with. That's how you get up in the morning and survive. Now, I think all three of these are strands of a giant tapestry. They weave one into the other. They even, they're, they even contradict each other. And some days look more like a day of standing up for justice, and some days look more like a day of being in relationship, and some days are just days you're trying to find a job or find something to eat. And we feel very humble. And some days they all come together. What does it mean to do justice? Is it possible to always act with love? And how does one learn to walk humbly with? In fact, these three parts are sometimes in tension. And that's what makes them endure over the centuries. They're not trite, but they are true. They are not simple but they speak to the complexities of our life. They encompass the everyday choices we make, and they point toward a grand vision. So Micah starts, do justice. We live in an age where every day is Halloween. We don't know what is going to scare us today. We see everyone masquerading. We see lies masquerading as truth. We see freedom, we see tyranny masquerading as freedom. We see hatred masquerading as love. And we know that there is something better. We know that there is a morality. We know that there are laws that need to be followed that aren't being followed. And it is up to us to act to bring those truths back into our world. Now, there are those people who defend um, justice in the courts. And there are doctors who heal the sick. But we can all do this. So how many of you in the past year have been to a protest or a march or a rally? OK. How many of you have signed a petition against something? How many of you have 
given some kind of gift, donation, to help support these organizations. These are all ways to do justice. But not only that, because there aren't rallies and protests every day, but if you are talking to a group of people and someone makes a racial slur, someone says an unkind word, someone says something hateful, what does it mean to do justice? You speak up and you say that's wrong. And what if you see someone on the street who's being harassed, perhaps for their religion or the way they're dressed? If you can, you go to that person and you stand with that person and you show you care. Or if you can, you call for help. If you see someone harmed, you don't necessarily have to step in, but you can call for help. There are so many ways in our lives that we can be livers, that we can live truth and we can live freedom, and we can live love and compassion in every interaction we have in our lives. We can do justice. But you know what? Everybody I know who's doing justice is exhausted. They are just worn out. They are overwhelmed. They're trying to put their fingers in every hole in the dike to keep the waters from raging. There are so many places you know where we need to bring justice. And so this is where it's important to hear the third part of Micah's teaching. Walk humbly with. We have a teaching in Judaism. It says, it is not up to you to complete the work, but you are not free to neglect it either. So it's not up to you to complete the work. I alone am not going to stop climate change. I alone am not going to stop racism. I alone am not going to stop mass incarceration. I alone am not going to change the schools. And that's wearing to know that. So where do we get the strength to do this work, to get up every day and keep doing justice? It's right here. It's finding our connection to all that is holy, to God, to our principles, to our community. That is what it means to walk humbly with that when you come to church, when you pray, when you meditate, when you do yoga, whatever it is you do to bring yourself back to that place away from fear, to be able to step out every day and say, there is something I can do, then walking humbly with is grounding us and giving us the strength and the capacity and the hope to do justice. But being a spiritual seeker is also very complicated because sometimes we think, oh, I'm just feeling blissed out. Right? God is with me. All is good. And then we walk into the world and it, it evaporates. So being a spiritual seeker, being a person who walks humbly with, also means looking into my own soul and saying, all right, to be honest, what are my ways of contributing to injustice in the world? How am I contributing to racism? How am I keeping people down? How am I withholding love from people who need it? How am I not sharing what I have? Part of prayer is not just asking God and speaking to connect to God and bringing in God's love, but it's also building our own selves working on our own souls. How do we do that? 
we keep coming back to those words. Do justice, act with love, and walk humbly with. And act with love is the hinge between doing justice and walking humbly with. It's what I think is at the heart of all of this work. Because all of us need love. Human beings thrive best. We are healthiest when we are with friends, when we have community, when we're not alone. And so it's most important for us to bring love into the world. And if you are a spiritual seeker and you are praying, that opens up our hearts. When I open up my heart, I can also see the heart of another person. So one of my favorite stories of Jewish tradition comes from the Hasidic teachings. It's about two Russian peasants who were sitting together drinking, and they're good friends. There's um, one of the peasants' name is Boris, and the other one is Ivan, and, and Ivan says, Boris, do you love me? And Boris says, of course, Ivan, I love you. And Ivan says, well, Boris, do you know what causes me pain? Boris shrugged his shoulders. And Ivan said, how can you say you love me if you don't know what causes me pain? True love is not simply about that bliss. It is about connecting on a deep level. It's and we can do this not only with our friends and not only with our family members, though sometimes it's even harder with our family members, to be honest. Sometimes it's even harder with our friends. But with strangers. We had a Jewish teacher by the name of Martin Buber who taught that you can develop a deep relationship with any human being, with any creature, even with a tree. You can sit with a tree and grow to understand it if you take the time. And if you can do that, then you can do that with a stranger. That's what community is about. It's not just about being with the people who know you the best and care most about you, but it's about reaching out and getting to know others and connecting with them. Do justice, act with love, and walk humbly with. These are all small things we can do every day. And when we act with love and when we create relationships, we build a movement. We create a community that's going to work together. I'm going to tell you one more story. You may have heard sometime this past year there was a family that got caught in a riptide. One after another, they were out in the storm, out in the, in the surf, and they couldn't swim back. And all of a sudden, 70 people along the beach linked hands until they reached out and they could bring everyone in. And when they did it, what did they do afterwards? Did they say, aren't we terrific? I deserve a reward? No. They went back to their lives. That's the image. Create relationships. Act humbly. And do justice. All at the same time. All in that one story. That is Micah's message. We don't have to do, go, we don't have to learn how to swim out and save somebody. If we link arms, we can make a difference. We can bring change. We can heal this broken world. We can heal our broken hearts. 
every day I urge you to become a disciple of Micah. Be a Micah person. When you get up and you say your prayers in the morning, say, God, may I do justice. May I act with love. May I walk humbly with. And at night, before you go to sleep, what did I do today to do justice? What did I do today to act with love? What did I do to walk humbly with? And if you feel like you didn't do enough, don't worry. You can get up the next morning and try again. Thank you for listening to the Boston Society of the New Jerusalem's Church on the Hill podcast. If you liked what you hear, consider joining us at 140 Bowden Street, Boston, for more. Or visit us on the web at churchonthehillboston.org.